used his own body to block between the two of them. I think we should all sit down and talk, he said. Look at this child, my lord. Doesn't he look like your son, right? Jinwoo smiled. Shilin laughed awkwardly for a bit, then said, How did my lord know what I was going to say? Jinwoo finally moved his eyes off of Ho Chang. He lightly patted Shilin's shoulder and wordlessly turned around to sit back at the table. Shilin understood that this meant that there wasn't going to be any confrontation for now and unconsciously sighed a breath of relief. If Junwoo intended to kill anyone, just how terrifying he was after unsheathing the sword was something Shilin had witnessed himself. Under no circumstances did Shilin ever want Ho Chang to face Junwoo head on. However, Ho Chang's eyes never left Junwoo and he still watched him warily. Jinwoo pushed the teacups forward and said, Although this isn't the first time I've met you, good sir, it certainly is the first time that we are in such close proximity. Since it's a peaceful occasion, why not take tea for wine and smooth over the situation? Shilin cleared his throat lightly and tried to appear as casual as possible as he pulled on his outer robes. He asked, as he pulled on his boots. My lord, how are things at the upper court? Jinwoo put his teacup down and turned his head away, gazing out of the window to watch the moon. He sighed and said, I do not wish to speak of it. All right, I won't ask, Shirin replied. It seemed things really were bad. However, Jinwoo turned his head back and said with a straight face, I kid, even if I do not wish to speak of it, I must. Shinla, leave your little friend for now and follow me outside for a moment. It appeared that there were things to be discussed that shouldn't be heard by bystanders. Shilian was about to comply when he heard Ho Chang speak leisurely behind him. Your upper court is incomplete pandemonium. It's not a secret. Even little country bumpkin ghosts know that the gathering of ghosts couldn't be stopped this time and are howling non-stop in excitement. So why speak outside? He also climbed off the bed and languidly came to the table. He picked up the teacup and played with it for a bit, looking like drinking the tea was of no interest to him. A moment later, the three all sat by the table. Ho Chang's appearance right now was young, but his expression and manners almost made one forget that fact. Jin Wu replied gently. Nothing could deceive the eyes of this good sir. It was tea poured by Jin Wu, after all, and due respect must be given. So Shelian drank it. He asked as he did so. Is there still some time before the official opening and sealing of Mount Tonglu's gates, or is it confirmed now? Although Feng Xin had mentioned this before, Shilin always kept in mind that he might be exaggerating and never fully took his words to heart. However, Junwoo confirmed, indeed, it can't be stopped anymore.
It seems your original plan was like all those times before. Send all the martial gods to seal off every road leading to Mount Tonglu and stop the demons en route, Ho Chang commented. But Mu Cheng broke out of prison and escaped. With his whereabouts unknown, there's now suddenly a breach in the south. Shilin inquired, did Feng Xin return to the heavenly court? How is he? Did he say anything? He's returned, but not in a good condition, Jin Wu replied. Nanyang returned wounded and gave a hurried report of the truth, pleading for me to give orders to all the heavenly officials not to touch the female ghost Lan Chang and her son. He had wanted to descend again after reporting in, but the state of his injuries was not optimistic. His right arm can barely move. So, I buckled him down in the heavenly court to recover. However, with that, the southern blockade is now full of holes. If this was any other matter, like if they needed someone to go kill a monster, or steal spiritual pills, or something, Shilin would instantly volunteer. But something like leading troops wasn't so easily done by just charging ahead alone. One man could break through an army of millions, but he could not defend against an army of millions alone. Shilin had long understood that leading people and leading armies wasn't something he was good at. Rather than going forward bold-headedly, it was best if someone else more suited for the position was nominated. Thus, he wasn't quick to volunteer himself. Instead, he asked, is there no other martial god that can take up the task? Jun Wu replied, the other martial gods already have their own domains and missions to take care of and have no liberty to take on more. There was Pei Su from the palace of Mingguang that could have been borrowed, but he's long since been exiled. As for Qiying, he's the same as you, a madman who likes to charge in the world alone, doing as he wants. Besides, his whereabouts are also currently unknown, and that child never answers spiritual communication. The head, heavenly official of the Palace of Lingwen, is also lost on top of that. There's a temporary head, but the other civil guards, while they're certainly skilled in the art, in terms of facilitating communication, making decisions, and coordination management, they are completely incapable. These past few days, he trailed off. Listening to him, it sounded like in the past few days, the upper court was about to fall apart. Shailin couldn't bear to listen, and his sympathies grew. I remember my lord once said, even if the gathering of ghosts couldn't be stopped, there was another way to remedy the situation. What can be done? Shilin asked. Remedy? Ho Chang said. More like suicide, probably. Jun Wu gave him a look and sighed. I've also said, unless absolutely necessary, I didn't want to take that step. Shilin's heart tightened. Could it be? Jun Wu replied slowly. That's right. Right now, the only way to remedy the situation is to send a martial god to infiltrate the gathering of ghosts at Mount Tonglu. Since the start of slaughter couldn't be stopped, 
then make sure that at the end of the slaughter, not a single one is left. Shilling crossed his arms into his sleeves and knitted his brows. He said, I'm not too familiar with Mount Tonglu, and I don't really know how the rules work. So how should this be done? Kill every last monster and demon that enters the mountain? But that was something inconceivable. To infiltrate Mount Tonglu, one's identity must be hidden, and not too many helpers can come. Otherwise, if the ghosts should discover that there were heavenly officials mixed in, they would for sure surround and destroy. Mount Tonglu was also an extremely evil place. A heavenly official's spiritual powers would be significantly restricted, much more so than when they were at the Blackwater Demon Lair. However, Jin Wu said, No, there's no need to exert that much effort. I'm familiar with Mount Tonglu. Gurga, look outside, Ho Chang said. Following where he was pointing, Shilin looked out the window. Beyond the window, there was a large field planted with some flowers and grass, and there was also a small flower pot in the corner. Ho Chang hopped onto the windowsill and pointed at the flower pot. At the heart of Mount Tonglu is a giant kiln, he explained. Just as the words left his lips, that little flower pot suddenly fell over and rolled to the center of the field before standing upright by itself. Soon after, with it as the heart, the once flat ground suddenly rumbled and rolled in waves, rolling into mounds of various sizes all around. Ho Chang continued. All around the kiln is a mountain range encircling it. This entire area is in within Mount Tonglu's perimeter. It is as big as seven city-states. Shilian was amazed watching this. He leapt up lightly, hopping out of the window. As he stood amongst the field full of little earth mounds, it gave him the illusion of being a giant looking down below. Ho Chang continued. The slaughter of ghosts begins from the outer edges of the mountain range and continues on toward the kiln at the heart. He gave a wave of his hand and many tiny objects on the ground started agitating. Shilin crouched down to watch closely. He discovered it was many weeds and small leaves twisting, like small people crossing through the mountain range. He remarked, which is to say that closer to this kiln in the center, the ghosts are also stronger. That's right, Ho Chang agreed, because the weak weeds will all have been annihilated at the edges. Another light wave of a hand, and a breeze brushed by. The weeds were completely cleaned away by it. The empty little earth mounds suddenly became desolate, looking rather sad. However, the little flower pot at the center suddenly emitted a red light, truly looking like a tiny, fire-blazing kill. Shailen stared at it and noticed that there was a tiny little red flower and a few unremarkable weeds that had jumped onto the little flower pot, spinning around the sides of the pot like little people dancing. That little red flower danced the wildest. Ho Chang crouched down next to him. 
he said. Finally, only a handful of ghosts at most can enter the interior of the kiln, and then the kiln will close. Those little people, weeds and flowers, jumped around, then fell in, swallowed by the black man. Ho Chang continued. After that, within 49 days, a ghost must break out of the kiln. That little flower pot trembled violently and exploded abruptly. A blinding red light flashed, blasting a wave of dust. Accompanying this earth-shattering birth, that little red flower leapt out from within the mud and raised its two leaves as if it was shouting to the winds to announce its might to the world. Seeing this, Shailene couldn't help but puff out a laugh. However, Perhaps it was a little too overly excited, and that little red flower slipped on the edge of that flower pot, about to fall. Shilin hurriedly reached out his hands and caught it lightly, holding it in his palms. That little red flower seemed to have gotten dizzy from the fall and shook its little head, raising its face to gaze at the one who had caught it. Shilin brushed off the bits of dirt that splattered onto him and asked, So this little one is the new ghost king birthed from Mount Tonglu? Ho Chang nodded. Correct. The slaughter of ghosts at the beginning was a strengthening process and cannot be bypassed. If the ghost who entered the kill isn't strong enough and can't break out of it, then it will be suffocated inside, burned to ashes and become fertilizer for another. He rose to his feet and called to Jun Wu, who was still sitting inside. Your idea is to cut down the mighty and leave the weeds. There's only so many with the potential to become ghost kings. Once they're annihilated, the weak ones who remain can't break out of the kill, even if they enter it. If they can't break out, then they still wouldn't be recognized as ghost kings. Shilian nodded. Sounds doable, he said. But does it work? Has this been attempted before? Jinwoo approached the window and said, No, it has never been attempted before. In the past, the demons had always been stopped before they were able to gather. Hochang crossed his arms. I'm afraid it's not doable. To fight under these conditions is no different than suicide. I suggest that the one who came up with such a brilliant idea go themselves. Junwu replied easily, I have that very intention. Shilian was taken aback. My lord, he asked. Junwu said, Shenla, I've descended for this very reason. I will be heading to Mount Tonglu. I need you to return to the heavenly court and take care of my duties for the time being. Shilin dropped his hands and leapt to his feet. That won't do, he said. Have me take your place temporarily. My lord, please don't joke. No one will listen to me. Junwu grinned and said, Then this will be a very good chance for them to stop. Shilin rubbed his forehead. My lord, pardon me, 
but I really can't agree with you this time, he said. This is too absurd. To use a vulgar example from the mortal realm, an emperor can enter the battlefield, but have you ever heard of an emperor going to infiltrate and assassinate? That the heavenly court can float so high in the heavens is because it is all held up by you. None of the other heavenly officials can do this. It's all my lord's efforts. If you are there, the sky won't fall. If you're not there, then the sky really will fall. Jinwu, however, answered with his hands clenched at his sides. Shenle, there's nothing and no one in this world who will fall only because the heavens collapsed. Once you're used to it, you'll find that even with whoever's lost, life will go on. They will always be new to replace the old. To have a new ghost king be born, it's nothing if it's another crimson rain, sword flower, or ship sinking, black water. But if it's another white-clothed calamity, then the world will fall into chaos. He looked Shillian in the eyes. You've seen with your own eyes just how difficult it was to kill a supreme like him. If it's not me who goes, then there's no other way. Shillian knew that this wasn't Junwu being humble. To be in one's weakest state and trapped with millions of ghosts, and then to be able to accurately pick out each and every one of the strongest to kill or subdue, he couldn't say for sure that he could even do it himself. It was only Junwu that had the greatest chance at success. But this leave might take up to 10 years. What about the outside world? What about the upper court? Just then, Hua Chang spoke up. Who says there's no other way?